0: Soundly. So, right now, our listeners get thirty percent off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to Headspace.com/sleeppod for thirty percent off your subscription, but only until May twelfth. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to Headspace.com/sleeppod today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number forty-four. Ready for liftoff in three, two, one. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now, so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, his motto is be everywhere, Pat Flynn. Hey, what's up? This is Pat Flynn, and welcome to the 44th session of the Smart Passive Income Podcast, and I must say, life is getting pretty crazy right now at this moment in time. Uh, just to keep it short, you know, a new edition is coming to the family. Our daughter, she's on the way next month if things go to plan. Uh, writing a book at the same time, hoping to get that first draft done before she comes along. Uh, I'm doing the social media and web marketing for another movie that I was just hired to do or that I'm, I'm happy to consult with. And of course, our two and a half year old son, uh, he's there, and let me just say it's not called "The Terrible Twos, just for nothing. Uh, but you know, I am enjoying every single moment of my life and everything that I'm involved with, and you know that's really what matters. And I hope you're enjoying what you're doing right now, which is listening to this podcast. And you know for that, I thank you. So thank you for being here. Now, today, I want to talk about one aspect of online business and blogging that I think is crucial absolutely mandatory, and I'll tell you why in a second, Uh, and, and that is email marketing. But I don't really like to call it that, you know, email marketing, like all you're trying to do is get people on a list to buy something from you, which has sort of become what everyone, well, not everyone, but what most people are doing these days, and what most people are teaching people to do. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, but it's a pretty popular expression in the email marketing industry, and that is the money is in the list, you know that's that's all online and internet marketing business blogging. You know they they say that the money is in the list, and it's a great short little saying that is very attractive to those who are learning to make money online. And you know the money's in the list, and the you know the bigger your email list, the number of email addresses you've collected, the more money you can make. And and you know to a point that's that's true. You know I absolutely believe that and you know if you have an email list of a hundred thousand people just imagine what one promo email to a hundred thousand people can do for you especially if the offer is right but this whole you know money is in the list thing this whole talk about it uh it just doesn't jive with me and how i like to run business or teach it so if you're if you're just taught you know if you're just taught the money's in the list then you're basically going to do two things one you're going to collect a crap load of emails and two you're going to sell every chance you to the people on the other end of those emails. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm subscribed to a list and I get sold to a lot, it doesn't really make me feel good. You know, it makes me feel like I'm just another, uh, you know, potential wallet for the person who is sending those emails. It makes me feel like I'm just another number, you know, one of whatever, you know, for, for that person. And it doesn't help me. Especially me being the person who sees one thing and then gets excited about it and then sees another thing right away and gets excited about that. You know, if you're sending me emails every week about something cool, then it's going to confuse the heck out of me. And, you know, I don't want to be a part of that. You know, ha- how's that helping me get anywhere? You know, it's not. And so I have this sort of, and I don't want to say the word hate because that's such a strong word, but I, I just, I had this dislike for email lists that are selling to me all the time because I I know there's a better way to use the email list to your advantage in a way that doesn't piss people off. I know because I, I do this, you know, uh, you know, and b- before I get to my particular email strategies that have over the past two and a half years helped me gather over 35,000 subscribers. Notice how I didn't say emails. There's an actual person who owns that email address. Remember that, uh, strategies that have helped me get an open rate between 60 and 70% Every broadcast email I send, the industry standard is twenty, and strategies that have people emailing me back saying thank you, which is one of my meters for knowing that I am doing something right, and knowing that that will somehow eventually pay off for me in one way or another. You no, know, I just I just want to talk about right now the importance of building an email list before I get to those strategies. You know, it's a, it's 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 completely necessary to build an email list, even when you first start your blog, absolutely, and did I do that? No, and that was one of the biggest mistakes that I regret, and I did this twice, you know, with greenexamacademy.com, my first business that I started online, I didn't start picking up email subscribers until after I had a couple months of sales of eBooks. Huge, huge, huge mistake. I mean, imagine how many people that I didn't get on an email list who I could sell to again later and actually did come out with products in the future and I didn't have anybody who had previously purchased from me to sell back to or to get, you know, somehow easily connect with those people and that that's, just, that's was just a huge mistake. And then when I started smartpassiveincome.com, same thing, I started in 2008 and I waited until 2010 when I did a redesign of the site to finally start gathering a list of subscribers. And like I said, it's up to 35K now, but imagine if I had started in 2008. I'd probably have, you know, well over 50K at this point, but who knows, maybe more. Now, the reason the email list is important is well, just think about it. I mean, how often do you check your emails? You know, most of you probably multiple times a day. I, I check multiple times a day. And many people have notifications that tell them when they get a new email that they have to read or at least see who it's, who it's from when they get it. It's like, it's like when you get a ding for a text message. You know, you can't not read who it's from. And here's the kicker, because it might be important. That's why people check their emails. And many people do it the first thing in the morning when they wake up. You know, I'm guilty of that a lot of times, too. You know, first thing in the morning, I wonder what emails came in while I was sleeping. And it's you messaging them in your emails, your audience, you telling them something that's going on, something important that hopefully they'll open up and read. And we'll talk more about how to increase open rates in a little bit. But think about this. Sending an email is considered one of the top ways to communicate with people for some of the reasons i just mentioned but mainly because you know people care about their emails and so if people are opening up your emails they've identified with you and they you know identified with what you've had to say before and from there you can have them take action or just enhance the relationship that you have with them and that my friends, is why I love email lists the most. It allows me to strengthen, it allows you to strengthen the relationship that you have with your subscribers in a way that no other form of communication can do except maybe face-to-face meeting or a phone or Skype call. And even then, emails are powerful because people can come back to the emails later in the future and be reminded of you and what you have to say. That's why if you're just starting out, I think the email list is your best weapon. Yes, you won't have a huge list right at the beginning, but the few who do join your list, they become the people who become your super fans, who get to know you the best, who chat with you, which you have time to do because there aren't that many people on your list in the beginning, and really get them to become those Old school, you know, I was there from the beginning when you were first starting out, crowd, you know, who just watch you grow and feel proud of what you do and where you've grown to, who just love you. You know, that's what you want and that's what you can do with your email list. So when you're just starting out, don't sell to your email list. There aren't very many people on there. You don't have a big enough list to do that, but use the email list as a way to build and enhance the relationship that you have with your subscribers, with something incredibly useful and epic by actually giving them you know, something to look forward to, asking them questions and communicating with them and responding to them, giving them something useful that they can put into action right away. Again, it's much easier to do this in the beginning to communicate with your, your audience through your email list, but this is how you establish yourself as a leader early on you know you may only be leading a small tribe but it's a tribe nonetheless and one that will follow you and share you and care and then when other people see that you're a leader they'll begin to follow too so now that you know why I love email lists oh and, and there's there's one important thing that I forgot to mention which uh which which is you could always take your email list with you you know for example imagine the website that you have now if you have one or your blog Maybe it gets hacked. You know, I hope it doesn't. But maybe it gets hacked and it just dies tomorrow. There's no way you can get it back. What happens? Not only do you lose all your content and stuff, but all your RSS RSS subscribers, all the connection you had with those who are following your blog, totally gone. Unless you had an email list, you know, no one will know what happened or where you're at. You know, unless you have an email list, you can email everyone on that list and tell them what's up, tell them what happened. Maybe you create a new site soon and boom, you'd have an email list set up already and an audience on day 1. You wouldn't be starting from scratch anymore. Super important. So now you know why I think they're important and why I recommend them. So let's get into actually how it's all done, from setting it up to what to include in the emails to your autoresponder. You know, let's let's try to cover it all. I I'm just going to talk. So you know, let's say you have a website and you want to start building your email list. What do you need in order to do that? Now, one thing you could do is just set up a form on your site. You know, there's a number of different plugins out there that you can do that to set up a form. You know, C-Forms 2 or Gravity Forms. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of other forms out there that you can create to get emails from people. But that's a waste of time you know and let me tell you why one you'd be doing all that manually you know collecting email addresses and maybe putting them into a spreadsheet or something so you can reference them later and secondly when you want to send an email out typically your servers will put a cap on how many emails you can send out within a certain time period so when they see tons of emails going out at the same time if you're trying to send a broadcast to everybody it raises a red flag and your email host will get suspicious it can potentially shut you down or give you warnings or whatever you know plus it takes a lot of time you'd have to remember to put all the email addresses on there you uh you have to put them all in the bcc area of the email so they don't all see each other's email addresses you can get in a big trouble if you don't do that Uh, you're missing out on all the opportunity to use the trust a trusted email service provider which are more likely to not be caught in spam filters and you'd also put yourself at risk because of the can spam act which is a law that you must comply with if you're sending out mass emails and I'm not going to get into the details of all that uh, the can spam act uh, but I'll provide a link in the show notes for you for more information on what that's about plus you'd have a really hard time manually doing an autoresponder and an autoresponder is a series of emails that goes out to each subscriber in a sequential fashion and schedule the moment that person subscribes Imagine doing that even for 10 different people who subscribe on 10 different days all by yourself. It'd be ridiculous. And so do yourself a favor and look into getting an internet, or excuse me, an email marketing tool that can take care of all this for you. So all you have to do is collect the emails using their web forms. And then you have the ability to send broadcast emails and create an autoresponder. Remember those pre-written emails that go out sequentially with absolutely no problem. You know, it gives you more time to focus on the actual emails and the content within them and focus on growing your list of subscribers. Now, the service I use is uh, called AWeber at AWeber.com, and I'm not going to give you my affiliate link here. I'm not going to give you my affiliate link because I want to point you instead toward a helpful article that I wrote that walks you through step-by-step the exact process of how to get started with AWeber from sign-up, all the way through how to configure your autoresponder, how to do broadcast, the definitions of each and all the little parts of the process, you know, the confirmation email, the follow-up emails, an entire diagram of the pro- of the, of the process and how you want to set it up. Super easy to understand and one of my most successful posts that I've written just because of the number of thank yous I've gotten for it. And to be honest, I get a lot of affiliate commission from AWeber just from that particular post. So there is an affiliate link on that post. And if it helps you out, I'd be so thankful if you went through that. But you know, no pressure. If you want to start an email list, simply go to startanemailist.com. And that will take you to that post on my blog. Again, that's startanemailist.com. So there, again, like I said, you'll see affiliate links for Aweber if you're interested. And again, thank you. Now, there are other email service providers out there, a ton of them, like MailChimp, Eye Contact, Constant Contact. But personally, I've only used AWeber, and I'm extremely happy with it. I've met a couple of people who actually work at AWeber uh, this past June at Blog World Expo, and they're great. And most of the other other bloggers I know who have an email list uh, use AWeber. Now, there is, of course, a fee to use it. And you can use it for the first month, I think, for like a dollar trial for the first month or something like that. But you can test it out and, and see if it works for you. But if funds are really an issue, you know, you can maybe start out with MailChimp if you want. Uh, I haven't used Mailchimp before, which is why I can't say much about it or recommend it as an affiliate. But the reason I mention it is because the first 500 subscribers are free. So that's good. But just know that a number of people who used to use Mailchimp, like Corbett Barr from thinktraffic.net, one of the good friends of Smart Passive Income, uh, he actually made the switch to AWeber from Mailchimp because for him it was a lot better than what he wanted to do. So he actually wrote a post about that switch, which is pretty useful. And I'll have a link for that in the show notes as well which you can get at smartpassiveincome.com slash session44. All right, so, okay, once you've set yourself up uh, with an email service provider, you are ready to begin getting subscribers. So let's actually flip flip it a little bit and talk about what it's like from the potential subscriber's point of view. Let's put ourselves in the shoes of your potential subscriber, a, v- a visitor to your site, so we can understand how you can kind of better set up the process on your site for them. Okay, so scenario. I'm someone new visiting your site, and I got there maybe through a search engine or a link from another site or whatever, and what I see on the homepage looks pretty good. You know, nice header, great tagline, it shows me exactly what the site is gonna do for me and why it's worth sticking around. So I look around for articles to read, maybe see some of your most recent posts or your most popular posts. I click on them, I read them. Great read, you know, nice job, excellent stuff. Maybe I leave a comment. And then what, maybe read another article or find something else to do and then maybe land on another site that you link to and just go from there and I just move on. Maybe I come back later, maybe I don't, who knows. But the point is, you didn't give me an opportunity to subscribe. You know, you didn't have a web form or maybe you did, but it just didn't catch my attention, and you definitely didn't ask me to do anything. So you know, I I read your articles, they were great, you had my attention, and you could have given me a call to action and asked me to do something. And I would be more than likely to do it than as opposed to if I just got into your site and didn't read your stuff at all. So there are three important things to consider here. One, you need web forums on your site where people can sign up to join your email list. Number two, You need those web forms to catch people's attention. Three, uh, you need to give calls to actions when appropriate, meaning you just need to tell people to sign up, and that's okay at certain moments in time, and I'll tell you when in just a second. So let's talk about each of these things. First, you need opt-in forms where people can go sign up. Well, duh, I mean, how else are you going to get people to subscribe to your list if you don't have any place to subscribe to? Uh, So how do you do this? Well, you can get these forms from your email service provider, you know, I know AWeber, and they have a web form generator. Uh, you can just customize it and get the uh, code to put in a widget in your sidebar. Uh, and again, on an com, that free step-by-step post that I wrote that I just talked about earlier, uh, it shows you all of this. But yeah, it's pretty simple. You can get that code, put it in your sidebar, in the middle of a page, uh, wh- wherever you'd like. Now, the question is, where do you put these forms? Now, the most common place is in the sidebar. You know, it shows up on every page. Everyone will see it, especially if it's above the fold, which is a smart move. And a lot of people just expect that to be there. You know, a web form with a name and an email field. And you could do just email if you want. But, you know, I like to get the names, too, so that that I can personalize my emails uh, that go out. That's really up to you. And uh, boom, you know, now you're off. But wait. The side part isn't the only place you should put an email sign-up form. Now, you might be thinking, well, Pat, I don't want to ask too much and seem desperate, or I don't want to just ask and ask and get it to the point where it's annoying. And yeah, you can do that. You, you can be annoying uh, when asking for email addresses, but you know if you do it correctly and you place web forms strategically on your site, it's not gonna be annoying, You know, and it will make sense. So scenario. So I'm someone new visiting your site, You know, I got there maybe through a search engine or a link from another site, whatever. And I'm on a specific post that you wrote about something. You know, it was awesome, which is why the search engine ranked it so high or why other people started linking to it or tweeted it or shared it on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. Either way, I'm now reading your posts. And yeah, it's totally awesome. I read it, get all the way to the bottom, totally stoked. And at the bottom of the post, there's a field to sign up for your newsletter. You know, it grabs my attention. There's a small call to action. Hey, sign up for the newsletter and get this. Awesome, let's do it. So at the end of your posts, that's a great place to ask for an email address. You know, you have a right to because people are going to be stoked from the post that you've just written and they're going to want to learn more, right? All right, so next scenario. So I just landed on your site. I love it. You know, maybe in the middle of reading a post or maybe even beforehand, I decide that you seem pretty cool, you know, and I wanna learn more about you. So I click over to your about page. On the About page, you talk about what you can do for me, who you are, and why you're cool, you know, and again, you have a right to do that on your About page a little, and then you have an opt-in form in there. I like you, so I subscribe. Now, the About page is a fantastic place to include an opt-in form, even multiple opt-in forms if you'd like. Now, after getting some tips from a site critique from Derek Halpern from socialtriggers.com, And that site critique is actually public on YouTube. You can listen and watch him critique my site. You know, I don't mind being a guinea pig uh, as long as you learn something from it. And, you know, I'll link the video for you in the show notes. Uh, You know, it's great stuff. And yes, it totally helped. And I I implemented some of the strategies, one of which was to add opt-in forms on my About page. And that increased the number of signups on that page because people could still sign up through the sidebar opt-in form beforehand. Uh, Before I made this change, you know, it went from 60 signups in one month to in the next month, 404, 404 signups the next month. That's a 446% increase in conversions on that page just because I inserted a web form and a small call to action to subscribe, uh, to subscribe in the middle of it. You know, smartpassiveincome.com slash about, you can go and check it out yourself. So please, if you're a blogger and you know, you're know you building your subscribers up, put an opt-in form on your about page along with a call to action. If there's one thing to do after listening to this podcast that you can do really easily if you're already collecting email addresses, do that. Put an opt-in form on your about page. Go to smartpassiveincome.com slash about, and I'll show you, you know, you can just see what it looks like. Seriously. <laughs> okay, uh, Derek Halpern has one too, socialtriggers.com. Okay, so check this, check this scenario out. So I land on your site, and boom, the pop-up interrupts me and asks for an email address. But it has a cool-looking giveaway, so I might go along with it, right? All right, so pop-ups are interesting, okay? The truth is, if you're looking at the numbers, they work. They work really well. But I don't like to use them because, for me, it ruins the experience that I want to give people when they come to my site. You know, this is just my opinion, but I'd rather focus on building my email list Uh, through people taking a little bit of effort, just a little bit, on their own, to notice a web form that I strategically place on my site that isn't aggressive or an interruption of any kind, and it's just a part of the flow or the experience of my site, and people sign up that way, as opposed to, hey, I'm about to visit the site because I'm interested in this article and that headline promised me this, but now this thing's in my way asking me to do something else, and you know, what is this site about anyways? Okay, now where was I? Yeah, gosh like I don't want that to happen that that's not the, the first impression I want to be making to new visitors right but that's just me you know they do work the numbers prove it but you know when you think about it I, you know how sticky are those subscribers really you know are they subscribing because they've read your awesome content? no they're subscribing obviously to get that free whatever you're giving away for free or because you've interrupted them uh, and now that's what they can do. You know, something to think about. Just something to think about. All right. So another popular trend is sort of, a, for lack of a better term, a static pop-up. You know, it's not a, it's not exactly a pop-up. It's not an interruption to the user experience of a site. It's, it's kind of integrated into the user experience of a site. But it's, it's a big, bold. You know, definitely denotes that you want people to subscribe to your email list front and center, typically in the header of your site. Uh, and again. My man Derek Halpern from socialtriggers.com, if you go to his site, you know, you'll you'll see it uh, right there in the front. Uh, he calls it the Halpern headers, uh, and they seem to work really, really well, and I have yet to implement this on my own site. Uh, again, you can see it on socialtriggers.com, and, and you know, it's great because you can offer an opt-in form while at the same time telling people exactly what your site is about, which is obviously something that you should be doing anyways, and the benefit that they get when subscribing. And that's totally cool. And if you know your email list is great and you should know that, you know, why would you want your email list to be anything less than that? uh, Then you can definitely tell people right away exactly what they should do. And that's subscribe to your email list if that's going to be something awesome. You know, it's definitely more welcomed than a pop up. uh, So that's just another thing to think about, another kind of trend that a lot of people are doing. So those are just some of the options you have for placing web forms on your site, where to place them. And I'm going to, uh, plug a plugin right now really quick here that i use and have shared with many it's a premium plugin you don't have to get it but it's called opt-in skin it's developed by glenn Osop, our good friend from viperchill.com previous guest on the spi podcast and you don't need this plugin like i said but it's definitely going to help you place your web forms on your site in any location that you wish you know it's especially if you aren't computer savvy or very technical on wordpress or, or on the web you know this will help you a lot and more importantly than just placing your Often forms in any location, you can more easily stylize your forms and make them look better. You know, often skin comes in with these skins that you can choose from, and then it also has the ability. You know, some of the skins have the option to share and you know on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, and it has all these social media uh, buttons on some of the templates too. So it's it's really cool. So you know you know the web forms from Aweber and the other email providers are a bit generic in my opinion and skin like i said gives you the ability to choose from a number of templates and place them on your site anywhere with a simple click of a button in various places like the bottom of your post in the sidebar uh you can split test the various web forms too you could fade them in which is uh, a setting that i have going on and i'm testing right now so if you actually go to uh, well I say right now but I know some of you will be listening to this in the future. I may or may not be using this at the time that you listen to it, but you can go to smartpassiveincome.com, go to any blog post and if you scroll down, you'll see something that is offered by Opt-in Skin. I may or may not have the fade in effect there, but if it's if if wait a couple seconds and, and it's not there. It'll show up and it'll appear and it'll fade into, uh, into view. It's a pretty cool effect. Uh, so optin skin again, I'm not going to give you an affiliate link again because I want you to go to the page of my site that reviews the plugin, gives you the video of how it works and to show you what it looks like, how easy it is to use. And I also, in that post, throw in uh, five bonus skins or templates with a bonus expansion pack plugin that I give away. Uh, and with that, you can have uh, the same looking forms that I do or that I have on the Smart Passive Income blog, which is really cool. So the link to that review and post uh, and the bonus is at smartpassiveincome.com slash skin. Okay, so speaking of bonuses, let's talk about the bonuses that a lot of people seem to be offering as a gift to subscribe to their email list. Um, you know, Offering a bonus, also referred to as a lead magnet, uh, is a great way to encourage your readers to subscribe to your list. You know that, they'll be like whoa that report's awesome or you know that ebook looks great or that email course might be helpful sure i'll subscribe to get free access to it awesome you know it works i myself use an ebook to help catch people's attention and get more subscribers an ebook that i have called ebooks the smart way which is a free ebook about 30 pages in length of content about how to write an ebook and sell it on autopilot which is exactly what i did on GreenexamAcademy.com when i first started my online business adventures now from a subscriber's point of view a number of things about this bonus uh, in general will better encourage your subscribers to subscribe so one and I feel this is the most important thing: is the image of the bonus. That's the most important thing because you know, even before the bonus itself, uh, it's the image that people look at. It's it's what will catch people's attention. It is the thing that people will see and want when they go through the act of subscribing. You know, even though your ebook or bonus or your e-course or whatever you want to call it is electronic, and we'll talk about delivery in a second, uh, there still needs to be something physical on the screen to look at. You know, for ebooks, it's the 3D cover image. Uh, that's what's usually done. For an e course, you know, some type of video player or a series of them or a video player and a booklet, like a PDF of some sort. And to create these things, these kind of 3D images on your site to help entice people to subscribe to your list, there's a, there are a number of resources out there, paid and free, to help you get those things. And I'll put those in the show notes for you. Again, as always, uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash session and then the number of the podcast session you're listening to. So this one, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 44. Okay, next. So the next important thing beyond the image is what that bonus actually is. You know, is it something that's useful to your audience or does it just seem like you just threw something up there because you're trying to build your build your email list? You know, your bonus or your gift or whatever you want to call it should be useful. Extremely useful. Top Quality information, over the top, everything, over the top delivery. You now, for many, this gift or bonus is the first real impression that people will have of you, of what you can do. Uh, that is beyond your blog post, you know, something they actually get from you that is not just the content that you write on your blog. If it's crappy, then when you eventually try to sell something or recommend something as an affiliate, uh, what experience are they going to remember when you give them that call to action to buy? Hmm. The crappy ebook you gave them or the email course that just didn't do anything for them. Okay. That's why I'm so happy that I get a certain number of emails each month from people suggesting that I stop giving my ebook away for free and sell it instead because they would pay for it. I love that because when I keep it for free and I recommend something else, what experience are they remembering of something my audience got for me beyond just my blog posts? That ebook, which I know is a killer ebook, I spent a month and a half on it. So then what I recommend must match or even exceed the quality of that ebook. And that's why I like the ebook thing the best, because you can have more opportunity to make it awesome. You know, the cover can be beautiful, the page template's designed like it was professionally done and you know, I actually just did mine in Pages for Mac. And people can actually flip through it and experience it more so than just a simple email course, which, well, people get emails every day, right? So, I mean, you know, email courses are okay, you know, so don't think that you don't have to undo one if you have one already. You know, but the thing is, if you're doing an email course, my best suggestion for you would be that each day you send out an email, make sure there's a way for your subscribers to see an immediate result that day from something they implement that you taught them in that email. You know, it must be immediate. It can be a part of a whole, which can happen later, but that part that you email about, get them to see results fast. That's how they'll stick with you. I mean, a seven-day email course, that's a long time to get emails from you, But if each time you're giving them something awesome and leading into the next one, they're going to stick with you and they're going to know that they should continue to stay on your list to get uh, broadcasts uh, later on. All right. So you have to make your bonus awesome because guess what? A lot of people are going to subscribe to your list just to get the gift. And many will unsubscribe immediately after. Now, many have done that with my own list. And do you know what? You know how I know this? Because... People who resubscribe tell me, they say, Pat, I just signed up to, your, uh, to get your ebook, which I've heard so much about. Again, another benefit of making it awesome. And after I unsubscribed, I am back on your list because your ebook was that good. You know, I just had to see what your emails were about. No, I don't say this to brag about my ebook. I say this so you can make sure you make your bonus amazing. All right. So I know what some of you are thinking. You might be thinking, but, Pat, I don't have a ton of time to create something awesome and just give it away. I'm already working hard to create something awesome for my site and maybe another product that I want to work on too. Now, here's a little secret for you. Actually, it's not a secret, but many of you probably don't know this. The content in my ebook that I give away, ebooks the smart way, which has helped gather 35,000 subscribers at this moment in time in uh, what is it, August of 2012. That book is. The exact same content that I wrote in a series of posts that I published on the blog about two years ago, just updated a little and with some ebook specific language in it. But it's the same. You know, I've always said to people, people will pay for convenience, and that that you know people will pay for convenience references my ebook that I wrote for Green Exam Academy, the one that sold over twelve thousand copies, because that book was ninety five percent the same content that was on the site at the time that I wrote it. No, people will pay for convenience, and not one person out of the 12,000 people that have purchased that book have ever complained about the content being the same on the site. And not only will people pay for convenience, but people will subscribe for convenience too. And the thing is, many of my new visitors will not go back into the archives and see those posts anyways. You know They're buried, and I chose to unbury them, dig them up out of my archive in the form of an amazing ebook that is easier to read and better died uh, better designed than if what people can get just from reading blog posts now I like I said I spent a month and a half on it but I spent a month on a half because I was having trouble with the templates and I was really wanting a, a